The Rocking Owl Show. Sabrina Falla, a rock singer, songwriter, and guitarist. She's from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. A natural on stage with her polished voice to her guitar playing. This talented singer-songwriter has a powerful voice and a lot of personality. Sabrina has already made a name for herself by performing wherever possible over the years. Some of her music influences include Green Day, Bon Jovi, and Billy Idol. You can hear a bit of each of her mentors in her original songs where their influences have become part of her unique blend of style. She performs widely in Ottawa, Toronto, and exclusively in Central Canada. She has entertained audiences at various Canadian and international venues and festivals, as well as charity events. And now, here is a conversation with Sabrina Fella. How you got into music? Well, oh, okay. How I got into music? I feel I was just born into it. Um, You know, uh, I don't, like... I got into this world and boom, I started humming tunes as a, before I could speak. Um, I started writing short stories and poetry while I was in school. Then I started learning the piano at age 10. At 14, I won my first singing competition, which led me to wanting to become a singer. And at 15, I think, or 16, I got my first acoustic guitar. And then that's when I started learning how to play. And then I heard American Idiots album by Green Day, 2004. And I was like, man, that's the style I want to do. So as soon as I was born, I got got right into it. And I never had a plan B. I, I was always focusing on making it in the music industry. I never said, what if, you know, I just kept going for it, so. And I'm here now, still doing it, so. <laughs> You're in um, Ottawa right now? Ottawa, Ontario, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been here my, my whole life, mm. so mm. I really enjoy it. I like it better than Toronto. It's smaller. Yeah. yeah. And, and the drivers are not crazy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry to the drivers, but man, mm. do they not put their signal, nor do they tell you they're going to cut you off. <laughs> I drove in Toronto, and I'd rather not be the driver huh. in Toronto. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I do that pretty much here, and I think you have to try to get used to it somehow because I have to drive for, yeah. for work. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Huh. But people in Toronto are always thinking they're in a rush or something because, like, you don't really have to drive that fast. No. You know? like, no, you don't. Yeah. No, no. I mean, someone passes, you catch them at the traffic light sooner or later, anyway, and uh, you don't understand. That's it. the thing. People drive fast, thinking they'll get to where they want to be, and then they get stuck in the red light, and then we're ahead of them. <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> bad luck for them. Yeah, I know. That's how. That's how it is. Yeah. Like, you know, they just zigzag. They they go around the cars, and still they hit the red light. Actually, zigzagging slows you down because you're slowing down to go around the cars. Come on, people, wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Slows you down. Uh, For some of the songs, uh, what inspired you with about some of the songs? Like, like any any of the songs? um, Do you want to? What's that? Do you want to be? Do you want to pick a song specifically? Because every song has a different. Yeah, I kind of figure. There's "Kiss Is a Killer." 
Oh, one chance, I do believe. That's my baby. Yeah. That's the first song. That was my first single I ever released. So, yeah, that's my oh, baby. Oh, and the front line? Yes, okay, good. So pretty much all the songs that you chose would have been on the mainstream. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Didn't last, I think, is the other one. Those are the oh, you, four. You like the... that one, edgy, edgy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... They're all different if you listen to them. Like, I don't, you know, like some bands, they have an album and they all like sound the same in the songs, not mentioning names, but you, all my songs are different. So they oh, don't you... have a similarity in like the music. Like, um, like you, if you hear a song, you won't think of another one. Like it's different. Oh, I don't yeah. like it when bands sound the same in, same in every song. It gets uh, annoying. But sometimes it works for the band. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. So it mm. depends what works for you. But some yeah. people don't like to hear that. But No, no, uh, no changing it up is going to be a good thing. Yeah. Frontline, how would you come up with that one? Well, Frontline um, is actually about uh, going for what you want. And knowing that when you go up, you may lose friends and make new friends. Mm. And that was the time in my life where I was in Toronto doing my music and I was away from my friends because I wasn't in Ottawa. And I felt like, you know, I'm moving up and and things are not going really well. And But I'm not going to let that stop me from achieving my my dream. So that's why I wrote it. Because I was feeling like that at the time when I was when I co-wrote that song. Oh, yeah. yeah so. Oh yeah. I have <coughs> lost quite a few friends on the way. No. Oh. Um, that's what happens in the industry. Yeah. You'll be surprised how many artists have actually admitted that as soon as they succeeded, how their friends walked away. When you would think your friends would be next to you, right? You'd think so, yeah. Um. It's called either jealousy or they just never were there for, for, for your support. People have actually yeah. um, said that in a few interviews of that they lost their friends. And the first time I heard an interview with an artist saying that, I'm like, ah, oh, that'll never happen to me, right? Mm. And guess what? No, it there you go. To me. <laughs> yeah, it's... You don't, don't, don't say never. <laughs> no, no. I, I went through a lot of people in my time too so as they say it's lonely at the top eh? uh yeah i talk to a lot of people online and they're my friends and yeah. my supporters yeah. but because they're not like next to me no. like face to face no. it is kind of lonely but i know I, i'm on the phone with them it's great oh but yeah if they were next to me it would be like face to face yeah I'd be like you know next to them it does seem a bit lonely especially being in this pandemic exactly it's even but, lonelier so i can't even go out and see people in that, general just even going out to see somebody just look at someone's face that's right yeah because it's covered it's one other reason yes i know but yeah it is um it does get lonely um yeah but i try not to think about that and just do what, what i enjoy but yeah it is very lonely but i i do have people who, who support me here and um, around the world, but right now I can't even see anybody. So 
But I hope one day when all of this is over, I can travel again and go and visit people that I haven't met yet and see them face to face and stuff. But yeah, if anybody hears this, yes, being in the music business gets very lonely. I remember watching one of Bon Jovi's DVDs and he was calling his wife and it was like three in the morning where she was and he was like nine o'clock at night where he was or something. And he's like, it's very lonely because I have to call my wife and then, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> sorry. My yeah. cat just opened the door. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my bad. Oh, oh, I understand. I have, yeah. uh, I have a cat too. <laughs> my yeah. cat got it my, my bed uh, imagine if he meow he's new he's, he's, he's five months now oh gee, yeah, yeah that's he's, great. he's a rescue so what yeah. i was saying was so bon jovi called his wife and then he says that he his band goes out parties drinks has has fun he stays in the hotel because he has to take care of his voice and that's true mm-hmm Yep. Um, when I go out performing and I have people with me or I go out, I'm the one drinking water or tea while everybody else is drinking. Well, I'm not a drinker, but I have to take care of my voice. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, but uh, yeah. But um, ev like even when you go on stage and you do your thing, after you're done, you know, like I'm so hyped and up, I want I, I, I grab a coffee or something. When I go home and rest, um, sometimes I get so tired that I can't even look at my phone to even because it's tired. But like, yeah, it is lonely. But yeah. I don't, I don't think of it that way. But it, yeah, it can be, Here's especially this. now it's worse. But yeah. yeah. But the thing about me is I want to get to the top and I want to be within the pressure yeah. and I want to yeah. be noticed. So uh, that's how I feel like. Yeah. I, I want the attention, but in the way of my music, meaning if my music yeah. brings that to me, great. I'm not doing it just for the attention. I'm doing it so that people hear my music. Yeah, um, of course. I'm not the type that says I want attention. No, yeah. I, I want you to hear the music. It's not me to just hear the music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like some people want attention. No, I don't want it. I don't care. I just, if you come to see me, that's it. Afterwards, you want to look at me sure but i'm not trying to get people's attention like that okay no uh, like you, you, uh, you know in school yeah. some people want to be popular and yeah. stuff. i was never popular yeah. I, yeah i was the quiet shy one but i sang every night after school <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> yeah, i know the awkward the girl is shy but she wants to make it in the industry yeah. it's you know what you can do being, it being shy does not mean you don't have a um the power of speaking out so yep, yeah i had true. to work a lot on my shyness but yeah. by getting a job by being more interactive by talking to more people and actually worked if i didn't help myself no. i wouldn't be where i am right now i would still be so afraid to to go out and stuff oh yeah i used to be anxiety shy everything and when people mm. come up to me and say how did you get over it lot a lot a lot of effort and pushing myself to do it because 
if you don't do it yourself, you will never get through it. You have to take the first step. Yep. And I'm and I'm still learning. I'm still going through it because I, as I go up in the industry, I, I have to get more confident and believe in myself more. Yep. M- more than mm-hmm. what I do because everybody's looking at you. Yep. Yeah. No, that that helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't believe my cat actually opened the door. <laughs> oh yeah, funny. yeah. He didn't even meow. He, he just said hello. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was really that 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 just made the whole interview. The cat walking in. <laughs> yeah, of course. You want the attention? They they do. I didn't even know he was coming up, man. Oh, they they're very sly. They're very quiet. They're sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning that this is my my first cat and he has learned to bang on the door in the morning bang 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 get up i want my food i'm yeah, wondering how is he banging on my door i think they uh they i think they lean on the door put some weight because uh that cat did that once i had the door closed they just want to come in and uh you hear this bangs like who the heck's at the door and there's, I know, there's but a cat are they using their paw yeah they their... they're using their paw there's a I think wow, they try to push they're, it. They're, they're strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're so they could I push the door open. Was banging. Oh. Like literally. And I'm oh, man. To sleep and I'm know. learning all these things. But when a cat wants to play, yeah. you gotta play. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, they do. But my cat follows me, so I think he missed me. That's why he came in. Yeah, yeah. He's like, don't forget me. I'm like, how can I forget that cute little face? Mm. <laughs> uh, how about Kiss is a Killer? How did you come up with that one? Kiss is a Killer co-wrote it with Bill DeLuigi in Nashville. Actually, what happened was I walked into the room and Bill's like, Kiss is a Killer. And I'm like, what? Uh, He's like, Kiss is a Killer. I said, oh, the kiss kills you? Oh, <laughs> uh, gee, He's yeah. Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. The kiss is a killer. The kiss is good. It's wonderful. I said, oh. So he came up with the title, and I knew from that moment when that when he said that title, it was it, it was the the single, and it was the name of the of the EP that I had in Nashville. And uh, all all he said was, I have the title. I want you to write the song. popular boys you know being bad boys trying to get the girl to kiss try to kiss the girl yeah. and all that stuff yeah so it, i thought about greece for that and it came out re- really well and 
that that was a fun song. It's actually like a rock and rolly kind of song. Um, yeah, yes, yes. A, a, a song when I finished it with him, I was like, this is very different from what I normally write, but I like it. Yeah. yeah because it was completely different the way we wrote it. Because I I write differently. So yeah. writing with somebody else, you learn different writing skills. So, but he was so happy with the title, and that was a killer title. Yeah. That 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 song, a yeah. lot of a lot of radio stations like it. I I think it's also the name of the song it grabs. Yeah. It's catchy. I think I think yeah. so. Yeah. All or nothing. All or nothing, party song. Party song. Yeah. I co-wrote that song, and uh, I, I actually recorded it in England with Stuart Epps, Elton John's producer. Well, he worked with Elton John. And Oasis, and Twisted Sister, too. And, uh, well, oh my god, yeah. I love Twisted Sister. Yeah, oh my yeah, god. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I co-wrote that song. I wanted, I wanted, like, a party kind of feel, going to the bar kind of party thing. The night is the crowd that won't back down. Whites of the rise like a fire that won't go out and they run with the feet on the street and under the lights where the night doesn't reach there's a car going up to Montreal a black shot as the right foot falls to the floor and the have actually picked it up too but it, it's like one of those songs like really i don't know i just i never thought it was gonna be like the big it the mm. big hit yeah but stewart thought that all or nothing would be the hit oh yeah but I, but actually one chance got the the most airplay and uh also um what's the other one that got the airplay um breakthrough Breakthrough got it, got it too, on the same album. Um, yeah, All or Nothing is a good song, but I didn't expect big stations to pick it up. But obviously, I I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, it happens. I guess, uh, yeah. Uh, that's good. How about yeah, One Chance, as you're saying there, that one. How did that one come about? One Chance, I wrote it about somebody that I liked in college, and um. It's about wanting the guy you like to give you a chance to go out with them. Mm, so, yeah, yeah, give go. me a chance to go out with you. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. and, and the funny thing, 
Yeah. Is um, I'm I'm very good friends with the guy that I wrote the song about. So, um, yeah. So I'm just glad we have a good friendship. I was very young when I wrote it. Racing hard in class today When I see that smile come my way And it's hard for me with a concrete chin To get knocked down, get up again I don't want to stay behind these walls I don't want to wait for him to call me I just want to take the time it takes To make him know if only I had One chance to take me with you One more chance to make me feel The way you make me feel And every day I know that we'll be together one chance is all I need And one more chance to make you see You and I will always have One more chance and one more laugh One more smile that makes us sad These go by in three more weeks And I'm stuck behind these memories And it's hard for me to just let go To just move on and start again I don't want to stay behind these walls I don't want to wait for him to call me I just want to take the time it takes To make him know if only I had One chance to take me with you One more chance to make me feel The way you make me feel And every day I know that we'll be together One chance is all I need And one more chance to make you see You and I will always have One more chance and one more life one more smile that makes us I want the world around me Stop spinning around All the lights around me fade And flickers out If you say you need me Don't say it's over now So now it's like I'm just glad that we still have a friendship. <laughs> oh, there you, know? you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just need a friend. Yeah. Friendship, because you know, like having friends sometimes means more than having a relationship. Oh yeah. I haven't yeah. had many relationships, so I consider having friends better. But um. But yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's a very. This song is very close to my heart. How about breakthrough? Uh, remember I was talking about earlier about uh, building confidence and yeah yeah going getting out there do fa- it <laughs> facing your fears and yeah. believing in yourself that's what breakthrough is about when I was shy yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought yeah. I would never break through to get to where I am so I wrote a, I, I co-wrote that song talking about me going through all my struggles to break through it. And actually writing that song and singing it has helped me. Hold out your hand, open your eyes, stare at the sun as you stand there, realize, never give in, never give up, never give out what you got when you got what you love. All around me the air is thin, all around me the Escape. 
singing it for me and for other people who, who need it too. So that's pretty much about me uh, breaking through my fears and stuff. And and when when you're young, you know, you're going through all these changes and you're trying to figure things out. It's not easy. But in the end, you can do it. You can face it. You can do what you want. You just have to believe and go for it. Yeah. And not let anybody get in your way. But actually, Breakthrough has been picked up for a lot of hockey uh, games. Oh, yeah? Because for, for the hockey players, go for it, break through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been played at, at a couple hockey games. People have picked it up and told me they played it at their hockey game. I'm like, just just take it and play it anywhere you want. Yeah. It. They just think it's so motivating to go for it, you know, with the breaking through it. So it, it's like they're trying to score the goal or something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So breakthrough <laughs> has been used a lot. And also, frontline has been used too in a hockey to go up and going for for what you want. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Some of my songs have been used for in hockey games. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good actually. Getting your songs played anywhere is good exposure for anybody. So, especially in hockey games, when a lot of people go to watch hockey, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, you know they're they're missing a lot of the games this year. I think because they sometimes know, they forget right? they're it's on there because they can't really go to them and yeah. yeah. But uh, aren't they still playing? But you just watch it on TV and can't go to the arena. Yeah, I do believe so. I just yeah. I haven't watched TV in a while to know, but I'm sure pretty yeah. sure they do. And I'm sure because I have friends who who watch it. And they're taking pictures and like they're in the arena, but no, but nobody's even in the, in the room with them. Like yeah, they. Uh, I saw one game. It was during the last before the summer. I guess they had, were playing the playoffs, and uh, they covered the entire bleacher part where people, where the spectators would sit. Oh yeah, and, right. Which was kind of cool. interesting. So they made it look at least decent, I think. So okay. They, and, but uh, but you know once this is over, everybody is gonna run out. Oh, right? oh it'll be like cabin <laughs> fever of the year or something. I'm gonna be like, I'm just oh, gonna yeah. stay in for today. Yeah, and you might have to. Go out for yeah, yeah, be a mob. Because <laughs> I, I might get like hit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Are, are you guys still in lockdown? Um, not like it was last spring, a year ago in spring, where uh, you'd hardly see anybody. We just got off of lockdown, yeah. but I think in a month or so they're going to lock us back because, mm. you know, they're testing the provinces right now. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because right now the restaurants are down to just delivery only. Oh. That kind of thing. Yeah. So you can't yeah. sit in there. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah, like it's open, but the restaurants are... Yeah, they're I, I they're back think, to that. Even if yeah. it's open, then yeah. they have a limited amount of people who can go oh. in at a time. Well, they had that last year until a couple of months ago. They they uh, don't have people eating in anymore. It was so nice when they when you could mm. still go in just for the amount of people yeah. that, that they let in just for that hour. Yeah. But it's not the same. No, though. no. But it, but it was nice to sit somewhere other than your home. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Even if you're paying extra money just to sit out there, you just have to get out sometimes. You know, like 
you know i like i like being home but not being told to stay home you know like like sure i'll stay home if i feel like it but if i don't want to stay home i can't even like the malls are open yeah oh my god i'm afraid to go now because i I, i'm sure people are just going there not paying attention somewhere they have to wear their masks like they have to wear their masks or or they're gonna get in trouble yeah oh yeah cops are everywhere if you don't wear this if you don't follow this you're you get charged it's yeah. crazy but i think we're 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 gonna be better sooner than the states though it's sad they're not doing very well yeah i hear that we're doing a little better but but we never know it could come back I, oh my god <laughs> yeah it kind of goes I back and forth yeah you, you, the first time i heard about covid I'm like, okay, it's gonna be in two weeks. It's gonna be gone. Eight months later, I'm like, huh. great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm stuck like... at home. Oh, the whole year went by. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I don't sit here thinking I'm trapped or there's nothing to do. There is things you can do. Just be creative. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you can. Oh yeah, you, you can learn a few things and. There's so many things you can learn during the time that you're not supposed to do other things, you know? Yeah. There's other things you can do, but sometimes you just get so tired. Yeah. But in the summer last year when we had, when we couldn't go out anywhere, I, I, I worked on cooking on the barbecue. Oh, there you I go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. a few times, but yeah, then that that's happens. part but of it. <laughs> yeah. now, now I know how to barbecue a burger and now i do it so yep. i'm i'm I, I don't like flame mm. i don't like mm. fire i'm not yeah. afraid of it but i don't like it yeah, but you i like, burn yeah. myself because yeah. i'm not afraid but like but i i knew i had to face my fear and learn yeah. it yeah and i yeah. did yeah yeah now i'm not afraid of it yeah they, yeah so I'm, ho- I'm hoping when the snow goes i'm gonna do that again sit outside make a burger fry some you know, maybe cook. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 I just love when when you make the meat on the burger. I mean, on the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, on the barbecue. Yeah. The burger. <laughs> on the burger. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love patties on the barbecue. So much better. So much better. Did it? Yeah, it is. The grilled hamburger is better. Or burger. Yeah, yeah, so much better. Yeah. And now I want a burger. Mm, there you go. Just got, got the appetite. Actually, I had a burger earlier. Mm. I had a, a Whopper from Burger King. <laughs> yeah, I think Burger King. Yeah, most of those places they charbro their burgers, or you yeah. can at least you can tell um, that they do. Yeah. Also, but McDonald is my favorite fast food but today i had a coupon for burger king so oh. i went to it <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. but if i had to choose it would be mcdonald's oh, big okay. mac oh. mm. Mm. Um, i haven't actually tried their double big mac yet big... oh i haven't tried that but i think the double big mac has bacon in it that's yeah that's right too but i uh, but I, I i haven't tried it yet how about the song "Didn't Last"? Didn't last is about a relationship that didn't last. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. Oh, no, there it is. Let me yeah. Explain. Yeah, sure. There, there, there's an explanation in it. 
It's about a relationship, not about me or anything. It's just about something I, I made up about being in a relationship that was so bad that you won't even give the person a second chance. Yeah. And that's why if yeah. the relationship didn't last, why would I even come back to you? Well, that's true. So this song is more about, it's not it's not the guy that you're going to give, okay, a second chance, a third chance. It's that no, 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 you hurt me. It's over. And I'm gone. No, not usually. Ask? Ask, I wrote about it, so people don't be afraid to ask for help when they need it. Yeah. Um, I was never afraid to ask for help, but I know I knew people who were. Yeah. So I wrote it about, you know, if you need to ask for help, build the courage and do it. Because if you don't, you know, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. So in life, but I, but I, I always say this. Always ask for help to the right person. Don't go and ask for help just to the person that's in front of you. You have to make sure that person trusts, is honest, and is willing to want to help you. Oh, yeah. Because some, yeah. some people, you, you go and say, hey, can you help me with this? They don't even care. No. Even so to give help is... You have to yeah. trust. I've made so many mistakes asking people for help with the wrong people that I'm like, you know what? Mm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to really just ask my parents for the help because, you know, everybody else just doesn't care. This world is so mean. Yeah, people yeah. People don't yeah. care about anybody but themselves. So that's mm. what I mean. Ask for help. Yeah. Or talk to your doctor or talk to your family or, or to your brother, like anything. Yeah, but yeah. If if you need help, go ask for it. But make sure you're asking they're adults right. and people who are or mature. Or, yeah, that brother or sister that actually might listen. Exactly. Something that's yeah. Ask, ask your dog and your cat. They will love to give you a hug. I'm serious. Uh, like yeah. pets are, are, they're like ever since I got my cat. Yeah. I feel a lot like. My, my, my anxiety level has gone down a little bit like it has helped like just having that cat around giving me hugs playing with me yeah oh, makes yeah. me feel like yes. I'm not alone because I, I am an I, I am an only child hmm? and and if I'm home alone I have the cat I feel like I have a friend with me oh yeah 
a new family member, you know? Yeah, Some, something to come home to. Exactly. Even though I, I, I'm not going anywhere to come back home, but... Well, yeah. well from <laughs> but the store, I guess, him, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but like, in general, yeah, yeah, I will have somebody to come back home to. Yeah. As long as the cat didn't destroy the house, I'm joking. Um, oh, it hasn't yet, it hasn't no. yet. Yeah. I was playing with my cat and he cut me on oh, my arm oh. with his hind legs. Mm, yeah. And people are telling me do not cut the nails of their back legs. I said, you know what? Hell with it. I cut it. That's where he hurt me. Yeah. He always hurts me with his back legs, not with his front paws. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, they must protect his magnetism. There's more pressure maybe. on yeah. their back. They're yeah, yeah. To run away from yeah. They push yeah, down. This, maybe that's how, you know, they just happen to be in but the way kind of thing. And say only cut the front ones, but I'm like, hell with it. No, I cut no, no, all, no. They I all cut, four. Where <laughs> I got the cat from the Humane Society, they yeah. said cut them from, cut all their nails, not yeah. not just their front. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why people, I, if they're outdoor, I understand you keep them long. Oh yeah, yes. Any protection? Yeah. My, my cat's not gonna go out. So no. Why? Why? They, they don't need it for anything. Plus my, but my cat likes to play. Not rough, but likes to play. Yeah. And yeah. I think I was just m maybe playing a little bit rough, and oh. he m moved. But he doesn't mean it. No. But me, like he doesn't mean it. But my God, I didn't expect that to be like. It didn't bleed, but it's a cut. Oh yeah, it's I like a. It yeah, yeah, bleed. it's like a slice. It's like kind a of. scratch. A scratch. That's yeah. what. Yeah, that that heals pretty quick. Yeah, so, but yeah. I didn't expect it from the hind. And no. So my they... my mom's like, okay, let's just cut it. And you know, my cat, I have to kiss him to cut his nails. I hold him and my yeah. mom cuts the nail while I'm kissing him and calming him down because I don't know how, how to do it by myself. He, he's a baby. He, he wants, actually, most of the time when we're trying to cut the nail, he thinks we're, we're, we're playing with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, he's yeah. moving like, like we're playing, but we're not playing. We're cutting your nails. But he's always thinking we're playing with them. With him. Yeah. He, he, he's a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I swear I, I've had so many scratches from the first day I got him till now. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can play rough with him and he will not bite hard. He's very no. gentle. Oh, yeah. I don't, some... like, I, I don't know why some people say don't let your cats bite you. And I'm like, why? What, hmm. what is it going to do? They're playing. Yeah, unless they experience a cat that actually bit them and just, it wouldn't be like a dog, but just enough there to feel it. Yeah, I know. I wonder, but... I take risks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they they won't hurt you. They're not like, like lions. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I want a lion. Yeah. That'd be good to uh, watch dogs. It's going to be fine getting a cub. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Then, Why not? I'm joking. I know. It's like uh, I don't know if you can train them, but mm. it's amazing when some people actually um, work around them and can hang out with them. But they still say we have to be careful because we never know when that day will come that the line will turn against us. 
Yeah, that's true. Like, they feed them, they, they take care of them, but they're always careful because they're wild animals. I actually went to a hmm. safari in Tanzania and I actually saw lions. Oh, yeah. Next to me. Oh, my oh. God, they're beautiful. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, they came close to us. They didn't do anything, but they were very calm. But nobody could get out of the of the car, obviously, the car that we were in, because or else you don't know what's gonna happen. But but that area, the animals know that it's a tourist area because a lot of people go there, so so they're used to seeing people. But as I remember the guy told me who was talking about the. the the lions in the area. Yep. Lions don't see you as humans. They see you as meat. Yeah, yeah. Be because yes, they yes. don't know who you are walking. They think you are the, their food. Right. So you have to be careful what you do not to get them thinking it's, it's food time. <laughs> right, yeah. Just have a throw them a steak or something and then... <laughs> and I maybe... think they will be very happy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, paradise comes with a price. That one's about depression. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That makes I, sense. I wrote it. Uh, uh, Robin Williams inspired me for that song because he passed, he committed suicide. Yeah. And when I went to Nashville to write, I co wrote to, uh, with Joe. He said, let's not write a happy song. I want to write a sad song, but I want it to mean something. I said, why don't we write about depression? Because it needs to be talked about. Yeah. But not, not about people who are, uh, who are harming themselves. Uh, let's, let, let's put out the message of having people to stay strong and not to let themselves go. Shut eyes looking to leave the gloom Climbing up that stairway Where you can almost taste the sky and Dropping through the atmosphere Asking yourself why through tears That needle in your vein feels like ice On a night like this you don't think Come crashing down You can't let go and touch the ground Is that what you really want To leave this world right now So stuck in hopelessness Deep in your own darknesses You push yourself to the end Leave that note behind
So in the song, I'm pretty much saying, don't let go, stay alive. Everything's gonna be okay. Um, you will find the light. Because a lot of people go through depression and pe um, I think they, they had the bell of Let's Talk about a few weeks ago. And uh, I, I don't know if they did it in Alberta, but they had a mental health thing. Yeah. A mental health day here. Um, so. I think I've, I don't know if it's official, but sometimes there's like a mental health month or something. You usually hear that yes. uh, kind and of thing. In, I think it's in March. They, they have a whole week. Mental health day. Oh, it could be a week, yeah. It could be something like that. I hear it on the radio. It's, oh, it's uh, this week. Or, like, it's a yeah. mental health week or something I like that. I think it changes. Yeah. But it, I think it's a week. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because there's not, I don't think there's official dates to those or time. No, I think it, they just choose a date and then everybody knows. Yeah. Hurt. Huh. I was kind of kind of guessing what that one's about. Walking away from my friends? <laughs> Uh, well, you remember I said I so. lost friends? Yeah, huh. yeah. Um, yeah. heard is about losing a friendship that I yeah. thought would last till now. They didn't last. Yeah, yeah, there's, there, that happened. I didn't feel that my friend was giving me the support that I needed in what I was doing. And she, oh, there you go. She um, pretty much just cared about herself. And our friendship was already going away from each other like we were already falling apart and so I wrote that so a few months after I walked away I, I went to Nashville and I wrote the song and I actually wrote it with Bill DeLuigi the one I wrote Kisses a Killer with yep and he said you tell me the words that you want me to write because this is from your heart yeah. And I'll and I'll write the music. And I got the inspiration from Bon Jovi. You wanna make a memory feel softy, soft rock. And um so uh yeah, so if you when you hear the song or if you have heard it and you listen to the lyrics, you will see that I'm being extremely honest and I'm telling the truth and how I'm feeling. Sitting on this floor tonight Above the broken boulevard Teardrops falling Midnight calling Holding tight to this guitar Can't stop thinking about all the things you did to me Trying to find a melody that doesn't sound like misery a heart for a little world No one deserves this kind of hurt I don't know if my friend has heard the song or not but but I don't really care 
it's the truth and I put it out there. I write truths in my song. Like something yeah. like I, I it, it's a song that I had to write about because it hurt me so deeply. Yeah, that yeah. if I didn't write yeah. it, I yeah. wouldn't be able to push it away from me. You know, sometimes yeah, you yeah. have to write I, things down that's right. to, to let it go. Yeah. So I grieved, I move on, but I had to write this song. And this song seems to be the most played on mainstream radio, the most picked up song. So sometimes songs that are close to the truth and have more feel get picked up too. Yeah. 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 It, it's not a hard song to sing no. because it's not like some people have a song that they write about someone and then it's hard to sing it. This song, I want to sing it because I want to tell that person I'm okay. I'm strong. I walked away because you hurt me. I walked. I'm the strong one. Hmm. So, yeah, and I'm glad I wrote it because um, I'm sure it helps people when they see that they're not the only ones going through certain things in their life. That's why I, I write music. Because I want people to know that what I go through, you go through too. Facing your fears, breakups, pain, suffering, mental health. It's everything that, that we go through. And I think that's why people can relate to my music. Because they know someone or they are going through it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I started writing. Because I wanted to write down my, my feelings. And then I started realizing, wait, if I write down how I feel, maybe somebody else would say, oh, yeah, I feel it too. And then it's going to help that person. I like to help people with my music. So I only write about things that I believe in or that, or, or that will help others in their life. I will not write or, or, or record anything that I don't believe in because I'm not going to put something out there if I don't think it's true. Well, true. Um, yeah. Or, or if I haven't re really gone through that, I yep. will not sing it because mm -hmm. I I don't relate and I can't explain the song either. So, I like to write things about things I have gone through or know somebody has gone through. So, what about everything? Okay, everything is actually give was actually given to me. Right. Um, uh, Chris Burkett. And his daughter, Mae Burkett, wrote the song. Chris actually recorded it. He, he's the producer. He, he also recorded Frontline with me, so he was the producer for Frontline as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he heard, one day I went into the stu studio and he said, sing for me, and I sang. And he's like, you have to sing this song. I said, what song? I'm like, he's like, I'm giving you my song. I want you to sing it. He, oh, yeah. he thought my voice would fit the way the, the song was written. And I'm telling you, this song is not an easy song to sing. Inside. 
was good for me because he knew my vocal range and that I had a powerful voice and that I could do exactly what he wanted me to do in the studio and for the song. And it came out like I didn't know I could do what he told me to do. Like he, a, a producer should know what to tell an, an artist to, to get them to sing the way they want them to sing. Like he, it's like, wow, I didn't even know I had that in me because I've never been told to sing like that. Hmm. But I'm telling you, the reason I picked it, because that song is about going through teenage anxiety. Oh, yeah. yeah. And dealing with pressure in high school and changes in life and doing stuff like that. And I, and I know in high school I went through all that. Yeah. And um, I bet you I would have written a song like that if, in high school, but I didn't think about it. So that is a song I, I kind of thought I would have wrote. So, um, yeah, I took it and I love it. And actually that song has been played on some heavy rock stations because it's, it's, it's pretty heavy. Hmm. It's heavier yeah. than the didn't last. Actually. I, I hear that it's heavier, but I think they sound pretty close, right. but, but yeah, it's, it's, a. As as I told you, all my songs sound different. I'm going soft, hard. Yeah. Heavy. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, punk. Yeah. Yeah, that's also, great. Also, I like to do different things with my voice because I mm. want people to see that I don't just sing one way. I can right. sing differently. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I can I can sing country. I used to sing country when I was younger. I can sing pop. I I I can sing a lot of styles. Yeah, um, I can great. sing Kelly Clarkson. Oh yeah. Like some people are are like, you sang Kelly Clarkson. How do you think I got my vocal range? Yeah. I sang Kelly Clarkson all the time to build it up. And and the rasps, I sang a lot of Green Day, Bon Jovi, Billy Idol, and I, a lot of different artists together helped me build up my voice. So yeah, so it's yeah, it's great. When I perform, people. I just like to have an, an upbeat song. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it's heavy or soft. Yeah. As long as there's a beat, I, I can rock out to it, I'm good. This one called Sorry. Uh, Sorry is from my first EP, uh, the one I did in England. And it's about um, sorry that I had to let you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm saying yeah. the lyrics. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well. Song and I'm <laughs> Oh, that's explaining oh, it by itself. So I left you on this. Yeah, so it's bas basically I'm walking away from someone yeah. that's um, pretty, well, I, I, not, not me, but I'm saying in the song, I'm pretty much walking away from someone that I was with because it, it wasn't working. It's different than mm. Didn't Last. Didn't Last was a heartbreak. It was really bad. This one is, we, we were good together, but I don't think it's working anymore. I'm sorry, I have to go. There's so much pain, too many games you played, so many ups and downs. In this world, I've seen my share of heartache when I look around. Tears of broken promises. Fears of no more honesty. I've had enough. 
young when I wrote that song and sometimes you just have to say I, I enjoyed it but I think it's time just to be friends and move on kind of thing sometimes it's better just to be friends after a while yeah yeah so yeah uh, I was reading in your bio that uh, you made a trip I guess 2016 you made a trip to Nashville where you had the opportunity to co-write several yes. of the songs yeah so so that's my kiss is a killer ep yeah that had um kiss is a killer didn't last stuck up hurt and paradise yeah i i i wrote with a few songwriters we, we co-wrote 10 songs um i had to choose five and i recorded it with kent wells dolly parton's producer and bandmate I did not meet Dolly Parton, but I sang in front of her mic, <laughs> the mic she was in in the studio. I saw yeah. her her uh, her frames of CDs that that she got awards for, and I walked in the hallway where I know I'm I'm being like the the fan here. Oh my God, I was right where uh, Dolly Parton. No, I wasn't like that when I was there. No, oh, but okay. um, <laughs> but I could have met her, but she yeah. didn't walk into the studio that day. Oh, but yeah. I I heard from a lot of people in Nashville that she is just as sweet on TV as she is off screen. Oh, that's great. She's a very yeah. sweet person and, and she looks very, very nice. Yeah. She does. She looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Any experiences meeting other people out in Nashville? Have well, you, when have I was you, uh... there, I didn't meet a lot of people. I just met the songwriters and yeah, the people right. I was working with. But yeah. I did go to the... To the, the center of Nashville, downtown Nashville, where I saw the whole music scene. Oh my God, it was beautiful. Every bar had a different band singing, completely different styles. One band, one bar had jazz, one bar had blues, one bar had rock, one bar had pop, R&B. It was so different, it was amazing. And the thing is, I couldn't stay up late or do a lot because I had to keep my my voice for for the next day in the studio mm, so right, I, I right. went out when i could but i i was always told to, to rest yeah you you know when when you feel like doing something and you're told to rest to take care of your voice for the studio yeah it's kind of like i want to go out oh <laughs> yeah 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 but, yeah but but it's a good thing i rested because they really worked me in nashville and i had i, I was under a certain time and time like, like a time like i had to go in and sing so many songs per hour like i had to sing two songs a day and i had to sing a long time because they wanted me to to sing to get everything perfect i know i would lose my voice every day yeah and then i remember that i i had some gigs there to sing at the songwriting open mic nights and I remember I, I was recording that day and, and I and I told them there's no way I can do it like my voice is shot right right so what I said to them was let me go home for three hours and not talk okay and then yeah. I was able to do it huh. okay because after a long day in the studio if, if you don't talk for a few hours and, and you just drink warm warm drinks like tea and lemon and honey yeah I was just singing three songs. Hmm. I, I I was not singing the same song over and over again. I did it. And actually, 
there was a girl there, I remember. Um, she was recording too, but she couldn't sing because her voice was shot. <laughs> oh, gee, yeah, I guess. So, yeah. I, so when I went up there and I got off stage, I told her, you know, just letting you know, I just did like four hours singing in the studio. And I just sang here. Hmm. She's like, how did you do it? I stopped talking. And that's hmm. the trick. Yeah. That's the trick. I remember performing when I was 18 at a festival and I had two shows in one day. Two one hour shows. After the first show, I would go home, not talk for a few hours, eat, do what I have to do, warm up my, my voice, fix it up, and then go back in the evening and do the, and do the show again. No problem. I, I had a vocal coach that taught me how to do that. So I'm able to bring my, my voice down and bring it up to not have it strain. Yeah. And when you're doing a lot of performing, you should not talk. You try not to talk as much oh, okay. to save your voice. Yeah. If you, I don't know if you know this, but did you know Celine Dion, the day of a show, she writes everything on paper and she doesn't talk? I didn't know, yeah. know that, no. I, I, I wouldn't do that, but hmm. she is like, I'm not talking. Well, I heard that. Huh. That rumor. Well, yeah. Well. But I, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that. So, But I'm not surprised. The, the, the amount of shows she does, Yeah. She, she, she needs to not talk a lot because she has to keep it for... Did, did you know your speaking voice is the same voice as your singing voice? Yes, I uh, think so. I've heard it's that. A, it's yeah. in the same spot. So while you're talking and you're singing at the same, that's why when uh, singers are on stage, they're talking. Yeah. And then they're singing. Yeah. Do you know why their tone goes a bit lower when they're talking than when they're singing? Uh, no, I don't. It's because it's because they don't want to push their voice too hard while they're talking because they want to save it for their singing. Oh, yeah. I never. No, I it, never noticed it, that. It, yeah. It's the tricks. Yeah. It's the tricks. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I also Something remember to... being in this camp for for music, and this was when I was first starting to get vocal lessons. I think I was 17 or 18 years old, and um, I learned it fast. So I was just learning the skills, and I went into it with my band to perform and just sing in the room. And I lost my voice completely. I was like, oh my. Because I was young and I was just learning how to sing oh, and yeah. I didn't know how to do certain things, right? And they said, go home and rest. I came back yep. the next day. I went home. I did the vocal things I had to do that my vocal coach told me to do. And I came back the next day and they said, how did you get your voice back? Um, I didn't talk and I did some vocal stuff. They said, oh my God. Yeah. Because I sounded like I was like no no hoarseness, no raspiness. Like I sounded like pure clear, like as if nothing was like hurt. And I I had I don't know like I just knew my stuff so well that I knew how to how to take care. Like I can be sick, I can cure myself and get my voice back, and sound like I I was never sick or had voice damage. Oh, well, it's, it's, yeah. tr it's tricks. Yes. It's tricks in the book. 
You just have to follow it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's interesting because I kind of forgot about the band camp I was in. And, oh, yeah. And then I just remembered that I lost my voice every day after camp and how I got it back. So that, in, in a way, that kind of told me that I was able to do it. And like I said, you have to take risks and help yourself to to learn how to get over it. If I never... If I, if I never had the vocal training or the tools, I would have lost my voice so much that I could never sing. So I oh, got yeah, it back. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, if, when I first started singing, I never knew there was such thing as vocal technique or vocal training or taking care of your voice. or that. I just thought singing was singing. And then when I found out vocal training, I'm like, oh, there's work to it, huh? <laughs> But you know what? I enjoyed it. But actually, when I started getting the vocal training, my voice sound sounded better because it was being trained. Yeah. And then, yes. like, now yeah. it's easier to sing because now the voice is not being pushed. Yeah, true. So, yeah, so, yeah, hmm. so it's, uh, and, yeah, it's, I, I learned a lot. I lost my voice along the way. I've, I've gotten, um, What's that sickness? Uh, sore throat. You no, know, like laryngitis uh, or something like that. No, no, it's no. something. A strep, oh, strep, strep, strep throat. I, I, once I had strep throat and it was so bad, I had to go see my vocal coach to help me get my voice back while I had strep. Huh. Gee. And she got it back. How? Yeah. I have no idea. But oh. it works. Um, there's just ways you have to. My, I remember. Because I, I don't have a, a vocal coach anymore because I, I know all the tools and it's, it gets expensive after a while. Oh, yeah. But um, I remember her telling me, when you're sick, you don't stop doing your vocal warm-ups. You just don't sing. But okay, you do yep. the vocal warm-ups. Do. Because yep. the vocal warm-ups, it's just to re- it relaxes the jaw, it relaxes the vocal cords. It's not putting the pressure on it like you're singing. So it's kind of like massaging it and opening it up, and then it helps. So actually doing the vocal warm-ups opens the voice. It actually brings down the voice after a show to relax it, and it actually helps you during a cold. So all the, all those tools are for everything you, you need. Even if your voice is stressed or tired, you do the vocal warm-ups. Or, or you just don't talk. <laughs> oh, either way. Or you yeah. just don't talk or even breathe. Just mm, nuts, nothing, nothing. Just just text people like everybody's on their phone. Just, uh, just text. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 But I'm a talker. Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember my vocal coach said, Sabrina, stop talking. <laughs> We're, we're, we're trying to cure your, your voice. I'm, oh, I know. yeah, yeah. No, but it's true. She's right. I was young. She was teaching me. Now I know. Don't talk. Now, they say if, uh, I guess if you step throat, it's like having your tonsils out if you overstrain your voice. I've never had such bad problems that I've had operation. Uh-huh. But you just have to know your voice. Yeah. Know how much your voice can handle. And this is what I wish the, the artists in the industry would do. If you cannot sing one night, 
cancel the show. Because if you're going to sing and strain it, then you're going to have operation on your voice. Yeah. I know there's people and labels are pushing you, but if one night your voice can't take it, then say you can't do it. Like, I've had days where I, my voice were tired and I just postponed it to a different night. I, I, I am not going to risk hurting my voice at all because I don't want to. I, I need it to talk, too. It's, it's just... Uh, you just have to know your, your voice. I, I haven't saying that much to, to know like the pressure people have gotten on, on their vocal cords. But I can feel that when my voice is tired, I'm going to rest it. And I have sang sung in the in the coldest of weather I was outside it was snowing I was playing guitar my hands were frozen the next day I had a cold oh <laughs> it was warmer in the day <laughs> at night it got cold oh. I got sick I don't even know how my fingers were even moving while I was playing guitar because I was frozen but hmm. I guess when you're in the moment, it moves. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. If you don't move your fingers, it would freeze exactly. <laughs> or, but I or feel it. My hands were, were red at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. I had gloves on that were cut at the fingertips so I could play my, my, my guitar. Yeah. I got those special gloves because I saw the people wearing it on TV. They wear those gloves that they're halfway. Yep, So, yep. so th their hands are warm. But yeah. my God, my fingers were frozen. Yeah. yeah. I was completely shaking afterwards. I was very sick the next day. It was for a charity thing in Toronto. I can't even remember. It was a while back. I'll do anything for to help people. But mm. yeah. Like I said, early in the day wasn't as cold. As I stayed there to watch the other performers, it got colder and colder. And then my hands were freezing. And then... I had to go on and then when you're doing something you love you're forgetting about the weather yeah you have any uh, new songs coming out if or? the pandemic lets me back in the studio oh yeah yeah because when it first started I wanted to record yeah and it it really messed everything up so yeah um and, I, and everybody's understanding because a lot of people are going through the same thing. So. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah and, and I don't have yeah. a studio in my home or anything. I have to go to a studio, so that yeah. that's why it's taking longer. Yeah. And I have to go there, and then I have to see if they're open to allow people in there. So. Yeah. And yeah. Toronto, I hear, is worse than Ottawa. So mm. there might be a problem there. I think you're one talented singer. Oh, I have seen, you. heard your songs, and the podcast itself uh, you play through various apps. So, right. so like TuneIn and yeah, Spotify and those, and uh, oh, try, nice. try, try I'm to on, get them I'm, out I'm, there. I'm on Spotify too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They are now gonna know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, I've given them a lot of information. Yeah. I think when they hear my music, they're going to yeah. know more about me and what's inside of me. Because yes. I, I write the truth and I, I, I'm, I, I hurt just as much as you, you know? Like, 
if you've gone through something, maybe I've gone through it worse, you know? Yeah. We all have gone through it, so. Oh, sure. Yeah, and that's why I say if you need help, don't be afraid to ask the right person. That's right. Because asking the wrong person, you don't want to go through what I went through. No, it's just. Don't make, don't, don't make that, that mistake. You don't want no. to because it's going to make it worse. It's going to yeah, make it worse. That's true. Yeah. But we're finally able to do this. Pretty busy yeah, things course. come up. and. Yeah, yeah, and it was fun. It was great. For me, it was the day to do it. Yeah, it's great. Good luck with your career. Hopefully, we can do this again sometime. Sounds good. The Rocky Nell Show.